Good morning, this is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Friday the 2nd of September 2022. Starting in Europe today, in Ukraine, a team of nuclear experts from the United Nations has reached the Zaporizhia nuclear plant. Yesterday, the group from the International Atomic Energy Agency crossed from Ukrainian-held territory into Russian-occupied territory in the Zaporizhia region. Rafael Grossi, the Director General of the IAEA, is part of the team and said yesterday that they would stay at the plant and would maintain a continued presence. We are moving. Uh, we are aware of the current situation. There has been uh, increased uh, military activity, including this morning. Um, until very recently, a few minutes ago, I have been briefed by the Ukrainian uh, regional uh, military uh, commander uh, here about that and the inherent uh, risks, um, but weighing the pros and cons and having come so far, we are not stopping. In the Kherson region, which has been occupied by Russia since March, the Ukrainian army has made some small advances in the last few days, according to military analysts. The Institute for the Study of War has said that Russia is spreading propaganda about the counter-offensive failing. However, it is too soon to know how successful it is. Ukraine's defence ministry has told Russian soldiers to leave Kherson or they will be killed. In Russia, President Vladimir Putin has said that he is not going to attend the funeral of Mikhail Gorbachev, Many reports say that this is because Putin does not want to associate himself with Gorbachev, who is often seen as the politician who ended the Soviet Union. In the United Kingdom, the Conservative Party will choose its new leader on Monday, and that person will become Prime Minister on Tuesday. Foreign Secretary Liz Truss is expected to win the final vote, Yesterday, Boris Johnson gave one of his final speeches as Prime Minister, in which he said that the UK should generate more nuclear energy. Yes, nuclear always looks, when you begin, it always looks relatively expensive to build and to run. But it is, look at what's happening today. Look at the results of Putin's war. It is certainly cheap by comparison with hydrocarbons today. Africa, Malawi has almost completely run out of petrol, with many Malawians crossing borders in order to find some, or pay high prices for black market petrol. Malawi's state energy company said that it was releasing special reserves to correct the problem. Zambia and the International Monetary Fund have agreed to a 38-month programme to rebuild Zambia's economy. The IMF said yesterday that it had agreed to a $1.3 billion loan programme to help Zambia out of an economic crisis 
that was made worse by the coronavirus pandemic. Asia. In China, the United Nations has said that crimes against humanity may have been committed in Xinjiang. A report by Michel Bachelet, who was United Nations Head of Human Rights until Wednesday, said that Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang province had suffered torture, forced medical treatment, and sexual violence. China's ambassador to the UN, Shang Jun, has condemned the report, saying that it was based on lies. We all know so well that uh, the so-called Xinjiang issue is completely uh, uh, is a completely fabricated lie out of political motivations, and uh, its purpose definitely is to undermine China's uh, stability and to obstruct China's development. Four years ago, the UN released a report saying that China was holding over a million people in detention centres in Xinjiang. The parliaments of the US, the UK, Canada and France have called China's treatment of Uyghurs genocide. In Malaysia, the former First Lady, Rosma Mansour, has been sentenced to 10 years in prison for corruption, one week after her husband, Najib Razak. Khadija Tahir reports. In Malaysia, the wife of ex-Prime Minister Najib Razak has been sentenced to 10 years in prison on charges of bribery. Rosma Manzoor is also facing 17 other charges of money laundering and tax evasion. Last week, Najib Razak was investigated by Malaysian authorities and was sentenced to 12 years in prison on corruption charges. America's Chile will vote in a referendum on Sunday to approve or reject a new constitution which has been written over the last year. In a referendum in 2020, 78% of Chileans said that they would like a new constitution. However, most opinion polls today show that Chile will reject this new constitution. And in Mexico, a famous female drug trafficker is suing Netflix. Sandra Avila Beltran, who is 61, says that Netflix series Queen of the South is based on her life and is demanding that she is paid 40% of royalties. That's your world news for this week. A big thank you to Martin in Czechia and Mauricio in Brazil for becoming our newest supporters. If you would like to support us and read the transcripts of every episode, then go to send7.org support. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend. Tell your friends about Send7 and I will see you on Monday.